We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Demerra points will expire faster for safe drivers who avoid traffic infringements if Labor wins the March state election. The Daily Telegraph can reveal that Labor will overhaul the demerit points scheme to reward safe driving in a bid to win over thousands of drivers who've been stung for low-range offences by secret mobile speed cameras. The scheme, which would start as a trial this year, would remove a demerit point system every year from drivers' records if they keep their driving record clean. It means a driver who copped a low-range speeding fine and one demerit point in 2022 could have that point deleted at the end of 2023 as long as they avoid any new offences. Currently, demerit points usually take three years to be removed from driver's licences. More than 621,000 people were fined $81.6 million for low-range speeding offences since mobile speed camera warning signs were removed in November 2020. Almost 250,000 fines and associated demerit points were issued for low-range speeding from mobile speed cameras alone until the end of November last year. Drivers have also reported cameras being placed at the bottom of hills and where road speed limits change. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. A Sydney school teacher who was a keen traveller and surfer is believed to have died in a plane crash in Nepal that killed at least 68 people. The family of Myra and Love were on Monday anxiously awaiting confirmation their worst fears after the 29-year-old's name appeared on a manifest listing all the passengers on board the doomed ATR-72 Yeti Airlines flight. Mr Love was one of the 72 people on board the plane when it plummeted into a steep gorge and burst into flames while landing at a new airport in the central Nepalese resort town of Pakara on Sunday local time. Authorities have confirmed at least 68 people were killed in the crash and little hope remained of finding any survivors in what was Nepal's deadliest aviation disaster in more than 30 years. Tributes poured in for Mr Love on Monday afternoon with Sydney artist describing him as a truly kind, fun and energetic man. It is with extreme sadness to say that we have lost one of the best humans I've ever known. We will forever love you and we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. (laughs) Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. The only people possibly feeling worse than Nick Kyrgios right now are the executives at Channel 9 who shelled out a fortune to secure the rights to an Australian Open that hardly anyone will bother watching now. After ending their long partnership with cricket, Channel 9 went all in on tennis, forking out an eye-watering $500 million to secure an extension of their Australian Open broadcast rights until 2030. That might have looked like a pretty good deal when Ash Barty won the Australian Open women's singles title last 
last year. Then Nick Kyrgios made the final at Wimbledon and Nine decided to launch their entire year off the back of the big serving Canberran. But the sporting cycle has a habit of turning quickly and just as soon as things went up, they came straight back down at a rate of knots. With Barty announcing her retirement and now expecting a baby, Kyrgios was left to fly the flag. Whether you love or hate his bad-mannered antics, Kyrgios is still box office gold because people can't take their eyes off him. But that counts for nothing when he's not playing. So when he announced his withdrawal from the Australian Open, the loudest groans were understandably from Channel 9's headquarters in North Sydney. And superstar Kanye West's new Australian bride, architect Bianca Sensori, has revealed her career ambitions and they unusually involve designing for the dead. Sensori has been a global celebrity in recent days after news broke of her shotgun wedding to the controversial US rapper. In a video that has surfaced online since the nuptials, the 27-year-old, who was the head architect at West's company Yeezy, spoke about her design ambitions. When asked by students at the University of Malta, what her dream project would be, she laughed and said to design a cemetery, that would be my ultimate dream project. I think we have a responsibility to recognise that what dominates the space is a human. This is something I always push. There's a lot of taboos about being human. There's a lot of things we do that we prefer to hide in space. There's a lot of things that aren't talked about, but it's about recognising those things, bringing them to light and celebrating them. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph for updates and breaking news throughout the day. Take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the US, and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus us on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.